Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The strong will survive, Mr. G. This, my friends, is episode number 34 with the OG himself, Mr. G. Welcome, everyone, back to the Storybox podcast. My name is Jay Phantom, and I'm your host for this show. If you are a new listener or a returning listener, I just want to say welcome. This week is bound to make you hungry, so be warned because we have the OG in the house. His name is Mr. G, and he is the founder and owner of the iconic Happy Endings Burgers in Concord, as well as the even more iconic Mr. G's Burger Trucks. Now, if you haven't had Mr. G's Burgers, ask yourself the question, why not? Why haven't I? If you're in Sydney, Australia, this is something that you need to do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from the times of 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Make sure you get down there and try it out. I guarantee you, you won't go wrong. This episode, guys, is we get talking about how Mr. G's burger trucks actually got started. So G was actually uh, employed by somebody else before going and being self-employed and creating what is now known as the iconic Mr. G's burger trucks. So the challenges involved with that, it's not as easy as it sounds going from being employed to then becoming self-employed in the hospitality industry, I should say. And if you guys are listening and you are in the hospitality industry, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So G talks about the struggles involved with that and the actual overall story that is involved, which I don't think many of you would know, uh, the history involved with Mr. G's burger trucks and the massive challenge of um, what happened with when the burger truck actually caught fire and burnt down and then he had to um, shift a little bit, but now it's back. It's back better than ever. <laughs> and then uh, starting Happy Endings, which is a shop out in Concord, and you can go there and, and try some more amazing burgers as well, which is different to Mr. G's uh, truck. And anyway, guys, with that being said, uh, one more thing. There is a little bit of swearing in this episode, so if you are listening it with kids in the car, I apologize in advance for that. Just be pre-warned. Uh, I did try to get most of them out, so but they are very technical. Please support Mr. G in uh, tagging Happy Endings Burgers and Mr. G's Burger Truck on Instagram. Tag the Storybox podcast. Let us know what you think of it. Share it around to your friends and family. If you do love Mr. G's Burger Trucks and don't know the story behind it, this is a perfect episode for you guys to listen to as well. Now, I go up, I stupidly go up against Mr. G and say that I've come up with a perfect burger recipe, um, <laughs> which is quite dumb of me, actually, as well as the, the perfect, um, perfect 
cheese sandwich as well. So we, we are talking a little bit about that. All credit to Mr. G for being so humble <laughs> with his response about this. But it was a lot of fun speaking with G and I know you guys are going to love it. So without me continuing on, let's dive into the story box and hear Mr. G's story. Well, I'm delighted to welcome Mr. G to the Storybox podcast. Now, Mr. G, you are the owner of Happy Endings and Mr. G's Burger Truck. Yes, I am. So before we get into, I guess, the backstory of how that all started, I have one question that I love asking people, and that is, what is success for you? or How do you define success? Success for me is making people happy. That's it. Hmm. The... The joy I get, well, obviously I'm in the hospital industry, so feeding people and making people happy for food, I think that that defined, that's success to me. If mm. I can make people happy and people know me because of that, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. So how do you help someone find happiness? Is it through just food or? I think it's um, just doing what you love. Yeah. I think it's just being... Um, passionate about what you're doing and um, just figuring out what that thing is that makes you happy. Mm. So I think um, if you love what you're doing, success will sort of come around. Did you? Yeah, (laughs) that's good, man. Did you always want to be in the hospitality industry? Yeah, I've always been in, like I've been working different kitchens way before I was self-employed. yeah, so, and I just, yeah. I, I always sort of knew that I was going to someday sort of run my own business, I think. I just, you know, I, I had the sort of, uh, the discipline, I guess, and the sort of, um, I don't know, the just, just the, the understanding of, yeah, just yeah. the drive, just the understanding of, um, of how business works and you know so i just always knew that like i had the resp- like i have the responsibility and discipline to sort of be self-employed and, mm-hmm. and do something myself yeah definitely so going back mm-hmm. to when you first started how old were you when you actually got your first job oh straight out of high school yeah oh, but i was working i was working during high school as well um, and that was hospitality too uh sort of from what i can remember like a few small jobs but um, yeah, like I, in my late teens, early twenties, I did a couple of different things, was working for in, in different sort of industries, sort of kept falling back into uh, to kitchens. And then again, I don't know, when I was around like mid, in my mid twenties, that's when I was like, sort of figured out just my love for food. Again, that sort of making people happy through just feeding them. Mm-hmm. So I knew that that was a sort of, you know, that's a connection I made where it was like, Again, I wanted to be self-employed. I wanted my own business. Um, I wanted my own team that I could lead. And, um, yeah, and just do great things with food and, and yeah. Was there a specific yeah. moment that was kind of like a catalyst for you that you woke up one day and you said, I know this is where I'm meant to go. Mm-hmm. I know this is what I'm 100% going to be doing for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that. I'm going to one day run my own business. Was it something like that for you? I think, yeah, I think, again, sort of like around when in my mid-20s, um, just understanding food. I mean, I'm, I'm not the – I don't think I'm like the best chef or I'm not, I, I never claim to be like a, a great cook or whatever, but just understanding food, um, understanding what people want 
Um, I think sort of understanding how you can market a product. Um, and um, yeah, so putting something together and you know, my, my thing is comfort food. So I love comfort food. I love fast dining and um, yeah, so all those things. And I think around the time where the place where I was working and it just all made sense and it just pushed me in a direction to, um, to go into business for myself and to, like I said, just create product, market it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it was, it was a lot of travel at the time. So travel, I was traveling a lot at the time. So it's a couple of elements and things that I've seen there that sort of, again, just push so me in the direction. You, yeah, right? yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 That's good, man. And what was it kind of like? So how, how old were you when you decided to make that transition? Um, how old was I? Yeah. Uh, about, I think I was oh, 25 at the time. Mm. Yeah, like 25. I was just hungry, man. Like I just wanted to do something myself. But again, I just didn't really know what I wanted to do, if that makes sense. Mm. I was confused like every other sort of, you know, young, you know. Young, young person. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, was, I was always hardworking. I've, like, I, I, I've always had that. Um, and just, you know, I just, I love work. I love talking about work. I'm very, I'm just, a, I'm a workaholic. I'm yeah. definitely a workaholic at heart. But, um, yeah, man, just hard work. And I just, just knowing that, that knowing that, um, I want, I wanted to do something for myself and I could and, um, traveling a lot at the time, which sort of exposed me to sort of different cultures, um, different food cultures. Um, was there one in particular where you sort of resonated the I most think with? it was sort of when I was traveling around Southeast Asia, different parts of Asia, I think just being exposed to the, the uh, street food culture. Mm. And that was, it was very different for me. So I was like, wow, this is like, cool. Like just, you can cook on the street basically. And I, I had never seen anything like that growing up in Sydney. Um, I mean, we've got great food here. Like I've, I'm from the inner west, so um, the real inner west. So that's like, <laughs> that's like I'm from like from Burwood. So the train line between Strathfield and Ashfield. So that's the area that I grew up with, grew up in. Um, and yeah, just we've got a very diverse sort of. Uh, there's a lot of different ethnics that are that are um, that are in the food industry. So we were growing up trying different things, whether it's Asian food, whether it's but. When I was in Asia, it was the sort of the way it was all cooked and the way it was like presented and the way it was served. And I was like, wow, that's, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, just the way it was like sort of served and um, the way it was presented. And I think just the energy of it all, um, just the energy of like people coming up to this like little cart or whatever. And um, it was, you know, it, it was good food. It was priced well. It was just, um, it was just amazing. And I hadn't seen anything like that back home. Mm. And um, that just sort of inspired me to like, sort of go, okay, this is interesting. Like we don't have anything like this at home. So how could we do, I, well, I don't think I was really thinking about it like that deeply, <laughs> but it just, it definitely left a mark on me. And then yeah. um, around the same time, um, going to the States, which sort of, you know, Again, just like going to Asia, going to different countries like Thailand and going to, um, to America and coming back and just sort of comparing what we have here and what I had experienced. And there was a huge gap, huge gap when it came to food and 
again, the style of the style of serving food. Mm-hmm. So in America too, I was in LA and New York. I was exposed to a lot of street culture there. Uh, sorry, sorry, a lot of street food there, and um, at the same time, sort of. Well, seeing, it is culture as well. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's culture it's, around the food. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. and then um, all the food trucks there. Which again was like, what the? F- yeah, we what don't, the we fuck don't have is that this? in, in yeah, Sydney, just, Australia. Yeah, and um, yeah, at the time, just being young and like, I, it just appealed to me. It just appealed to me, like the energy, and I was like, man, this is like, this is fucking crazy. Like mm. how how they just sort of in these little trucks, and so again, coming back around that time, it was just putting you know two and two together and sort of going, okay, well, this uh, there's something here. I think around so. At the same time, I loved American food. I loved that sort of whole comfort food uh, mm. or, or, or street food, like simple food. I love that sort of concept. And um, so I always wanted to do that sort of comfort American style food. Um, not only myself, a lot of other people that I knew were sort of traveling at the time. They were coming back. They were talking about, they were talking about In-N-Out. They were talking about Shake Shack and... Um, yeah, just, I, I don't know, at that, that time it just made sense to sort of go, to look around again when I was in Sydney and go, there's, there's no burgers, there's no, mm. there's nothing like what we, were, what we were having in America. So I think that just sort of started off, like just that idea. And then again, I'll, you know, I'm cooking and I'm going, okay, if I can't find this, like I should create it. Mm. So again, with cooking, it, it, it does appeal to, my creative side and sort of just constantly creating. So it's been a, a big outlet for me to sort of, to do that. Mm. Um, and I grew up with hip hop culture. So hip hop culture taught us to, you know, keep original, keep creating, you know, have a unique style and do and do you basically. So to me it just felt so, it felt fresh, it felt exciting to sort of, okay, I, I could maybe come up with something really mm. good, you know, like, and then, you know, I started doing my research and talking to different suppliers and I think the idea was born. That, was know. it hard to find suppliers? Yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, like no one knew what a brioche bun was, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like there was suppliers. There was like different suppliers, but it just wasn't in demand. No one was, yeah. you know, they were like, what's a brioche bun? I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, because I was after like, like a really buttery sort of sweet um, um, burger bun, uh, American cheese, like even something <laughs> as simple as that. Yeah, you just good luck, man. Yeah. It was crazy, and then even just sort of like burger patties. Like, so you talk to different suppliers, and they go, "Here's a burger patty," and it's like, "No, that's not. <laughs> that's not what it is," you know. And so talking to different people, and uh, I met a butcher at, at that time. I'm still working with, and yeah, he was really helpful, and, and we put something together, and it was just trial and error. It was just a lot of like research development. Um, yeah, it was it was fun times, man. It was it was really it was really good. Um, we came up with a couple of things, and um, at the time, like obviously, obviously, I was seeing my friends, and we 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 used to do these burger parties. It's back in like this is burger parties. Yeah, back in <laughs> 2000, 2013, I think. Wow. So it was like where I was living at the time. We were just calling a bunch of people over to my apartment. I had a little like set up in, a, in, in, my, in my kitchen, in the apartment. 
So I do all the prep at work <laughs> and bring all the stuff over. And um, yeah, it was just, I had this like little small grill. Um, it was just doing simple stuff, man. Just simple cheeseburgers. But like even that, talking about 2013, like to find a simple cheeseburger, a really good cheeseburger in in Sydney, it's, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. So these burger parties were basically, yeah, people coming over, bringing a lot of drinks and, you know, <laughs> I'd, you guys provide the drinks and I'll provide the food and, and just this constant sort of people coming in and out of the kitchen, eating, drinking, all having fun and, um, just noises like oh mm, mm, oh my god mm, all this all this going on and I was like and, and me sort of going no no don't lie shit is it good is it good is it good no tell me the truth so yeah just taking like um, taking down some notes when when I was talking to people it was yeah but it was just basic it was just basic research development trialing out different stuff um, but I still didn't really have a vision it was just more uh, this developing this product and and then uh, yeah it wasn't like i wasn't really thinking business at the time mm. um sort of i was but i wasn't really yeah i didn't really have that the vision of, of what it could be or what it what it what it eventually became um and then yeah pretty much after that it was just sort of um sort of going okay how do we get this to people you know how do we you did know? you have someone come alongside you and say hey gee look we've got to we're gonna do this, we're gonna make a business of this. No, no, not no. really, no, no, no. I think it's just, yeah, just bring all those elements that I had, like all the all these ideas. Um, so the product was the burger. And um, at the time there was there was one or two other establishments that were, were popular at the time. And people were going to me, oh, like, um, uh, you should try, try out this, try out that. Um, so that gave me up to sort of see, okay, the, okay, these guys are doing it. Um, yeah, I think just keeping it, we wanted that street food element to it. We wanted the food truck, so it just became a business where it was, yeah, it's a food truck that, that, does, that sells burgers. Um, originally we had a couple of like different burgers on the menu and we were tossing up with like, what should we serve and blah, blah. Um, we had some pretty like we had a cheeseburger on, on there. We had uh, it was pretty unique. Like we had another burger that was doing. We were doing bacon jam, which again no one had, no one had heard of. Like what's bacon jam, you know? Damn. And um, like just now when I look back, it's like those things were simple. But again, it was it was at a time where like there was nothing like that on the market. It was like it was unique. It was it was different. We did a truffle burger. Mm. You know, we uh, we were the first. A burger joint to do a truffle burger, definitely, definitely was the first, and um, that wasn't even that wasn't even on the original like menu or the ideas that we were trying. That even that came last minute, and um, again like yeah, food truck, um, finding a spot for it. First we wanted to travel, we wanted to do all these like illegal like crazy shit. <laughs> we were like gorilla dining, gorilla <laughs> dining, you know. Like when I was talking to people about it, I was like, oh, you know, for social media, I'm gonna pop up here, I'm gonna do something illegal, um, like pop up in different places, and you know, avoid the cops and the fucking the councils and all that. And then we were like, no, that's not very sustainable. Mm. So yeah, uh, and we were just trying to develop an idea of of, of how we were gonna do it, how we were gonna serve the burgers. Um, so we came up with this idea to find a spot for it. So we got all our permits done, all the all the inspections done for the truck. 
we built a truck, um, we found the spot for it. Um, and yeah, the aim was just to sort of serve these burgers. Obviously with the restriction of the space in the truck, we had this other idea of like, let's not serve all our burgers and let's serve one burger a week, which appealed to me because it was, um, it was just focusing on, you know, perfecting something obviously, mm. which uh, that's what I'm all about. I love yeah. sort of just focusing on one thing and perfecting that. That's good. So, um, one day, uh, I found this spot in Burwood and, um, cause it was local to me, it was this car wash slash, um, workshop mechanic. And I went up to the guy and I was like, oh, like, who's the landlord here? <laughs> and he goes, it's me. I go, oh, yeah, no, like, who's the guy that owns the whole place? And he goes, yeah, it's me. And I'm looking at him, like, I'm just being judgmental. You know, like, he's just in, like, he's in, like, work overalls and all that. I go, so you're the one that owns the whole, like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I run the couch, I run this, and he goes, I'm the boss. I go, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, good, you know, the right guy. So I'm like, oh, I've got this idea. I want to park the food truck here at night, and I want to be going to do burgers. And I'm like, and the guy's like, okay, man, what the fuck? He goes, why do you want to do it here? Like, I don't know, I just, you know, like, Feels right. I want, yeah, I just want to yeah. be in buildings good enough space, put some tables and chairs or some milk crates or whatever. And he's like, okay, well, what do you want to like, what do you want? Like, I don't know, I'll pay you, I'll pay you something. We worked out like a, a deal. He's like, yeah, he goes, what do you want to pay me? I'm like, I don't know, $50 a night. He goes, $50 a night. I'm like, yeah, I go, is that good? He's like, yeah, all right. Like what, just a park and trade? I'm like, yeah, he goes, okay, whatever. So we just sh shook hands, you know, it was just like a deal <laughs> like that. I was like, give me two weeks, I'll be back. And then I was like ringing him, I'm like, oh, you know, blah, blah, just keeping in touch with him. And then we opened, we opened Burwood. It was 55C Shaftesbury Road, Burwood. Uh, and yeah, man, like the first couple of weeks, it was just friends and family and, you know, people in the area coming and supporting. And then it just blew up, man. Like within a month, one day we just opened and there was just a line of people. And then we just ran out of food. And then the next night, there was a line of people and we ran out of food. And then um, that was the end of 2014. So around November, November, December. I think I, I keep forgetting the exact date. Um, I think around November when we actually opened and we were trading. And then around Christmas 2014, we closed up. And we were just like, wow, that was, that was pretty crazy. Went on a little bit of a break, came back in January. Yeah, the rest is history. That's Mr. J Burger Truck. So do you still operate that now? Yeah, sort of. Yes, we do. So uh, is that that song? So there's a story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So after that, we moved to another uh, another address, uh, another address in uh, in Haberfield on Paramount Road. Yeah. And we were there for a while. So that was the actual. That was the Mr. G spot. Not a lot of people remember us trading in Burwood, um, unless you're like a cult, like you know, like. <laughs> Die the original fan. follower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what people always say whenever they meet me. They go, oh, I used to come to you like back when you were even built. Oh, wow. That's cool, you know? So, um, so Paramount Road was was cool. We were there for a while. And um, uh, then one day, this is after we had opened Happy Ending Burger. Uh, around six months into that, uh, one day we were actually, the truck was in transit going to the spot to trade and there was a gas leak 
we don't really know what exactly happened. Um, obviously, yeah, so there was a fire. Everyone was okay. No one got hurt. We actually we lost the truck, though. Um, and, yeah, man, like, it was it was hard. It was, it was, that was pretty hard. That was probably, like, the hardest thing I've gone through. Just sort of losing, losing what I had built. And it was just a lot. There was a lot of emotions attached to yeah, it. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, man, that was that was just something that we went through at the time. We had to obviously we were closed for a little bit, um, and then thanks to a lot of people in the industry and people that I know, are reaching out. They're like, "Fuck it, come, you know, use my kitchen." You know, like like usually like cafes and things like that, um, and like. Uh, Cafes that were sort of not open at night, sort of like come in, use my kitchen. So we did a couple of pop-offs. We did one in Rhodes, did one in Surrey Hills, and we just traveled. We were just this traveling sort of Mr. G on tour sort of thing, you know? And um, people people were very supportive, man. It was, it was, a, it was a tough, that was a tough year, mm. very tough year. And, uh, but we just had to pick the ball up and run with it, man. I don't give up, I don't like, you know, like it wasn't a time to sort of, you know, and then financially it was a bit hard because, you know, obviously the insurance like companies and, and, and them investigating and, and, and shit like that. Um, yeah, again, they couldn't really tell us what was, what, what had happened or how did it happen. So I had to do different theories, mm. gas, this, this, that. And then, um, yeah. So um, after that, I met a guy called Paul and he is the owner of Conservatorium Cafe in North Stratfield. <clears throat> and he was like, uh, I was actually going for a walk. Like I was going for, I was really, my fitness, like I looked better than how I, <laughs> what I do now. I had like a chest and like abs and all that. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but I was, I was all about my fitness at that, at that time. Um, and I was actually going for like a walk jog and this guy, like, I felt like, cause I had my, like I was listening to music and I felt like this guy was following me. You know, like you get like, you get that sort of feeling like, well, yeah. is there someone behind me? <laughs> so it turned around and he like, he had been sort of like following me for like a couple of meters, I, I think, but he was trying to call out to me. And he's like, oh, hey, my name's Paul, blah, blah. You know, I'm in this cafe in North Stratfield and, and then let's talk if you're looking for a spot and, you know, and then, uh, yeah, Paul's been great. Him and his partner, they've been great. Um, so we, our home for a while now, over a year now, has been at the Conserv uh, Conservatorium Cafe wow. in North Stratfield. So we trade there three nights a week. So Friday, and, Saturday, Sunday? Yep. And what time do they start open? Uh, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the moment. And uh, yeah, man, it just... Um, we there was a time, there was a period where we sort of closed all the other pop ups and we were sort of not serving for about two months or so, mm -hmm. and then when we opened there, it was crazy, man. It was just people coming and supporting, and I've met a lot of people, you know, that hadn't that that have, haven't even been to the actual the OG truck that come there and they love it. They come you know, regularly, and when I talk to them, they're like, "Oh, I've never been to the truck." I'm like, "Man, you mm -hmm. had you had to go to the truck." That's, you know, that's, you know. Is happy endings the same as the truck? No. So happy ending, 
was born out of uh, not a frustration, but like, <laughs> no, no. It was like, so the, the, the Mr. G burger truck was doing very well at the time, okay? But it's like, it was tough to sort of, like any other sort of business would follow that sort of template of, okay, we're doing well, we're looking at our numbers and blah, blah. Let's expand, let's maybe franchise, let's look for another location. Because it was so, such a sort of original, well, to me anyway, original concept, a food truck in this spot, you know, and like within a couple of years, it be, it's become like this sort of almost this institution, like this inner Western sort of, you know, this place to go when you have burgers and it's just this alfresco sort of dining and it's just vibe, man, you know. Mm. And again, that was coming back to like all the elements of all the shit that I was seeing overseas and creating that with what made sense to me, you know, just that culture of where we grew up and, and all the shit, that, you know, all that stuff. So then, um, so happy ending was just, it just turned into this, um, okay, we can't expand with Mr. G, but we still want to do something, right? So let's let's do another a burger project. Okay, it's just, it was just a spin off from Mr. G. Um, yeah, we do, we do uh, fried chicken. We do, uh, we use a different patty altogether to what we do at, on the, uh, at Mr. G. Um, playing around with like dry aged meat to come up with a really interesting patty. So we do that. Free beef burgers on the menu and about five fried chicken burgers. Plus we do like fried chicken boneless like tenders, wings. So it's really cool sort of burger fried chicken joint. That's good, man. Yeah. So what's the secret to creating the best burger in your opinion? The secret to creating a really good burger, I think it's just the two things. I think it's uh, I think it's the uh, beef patty. Well, if we're talking about it like a beef burger, a cheeseburger. I think it's uh, the beef patty. That is the heart to the burger, the heart of the burger. And... Um, the way you cook it. Mm -hmm. So obviously like the patty, the different cuts of sort of uh, what's in it, the amount of fat, the getting the ratios right. Um, definitely how you cook it. Um, so I don't like flame grill sort of burgers. I think the sort of uh, hand press on a, on, a, on a flat top, that's, that's what we do. And creating that sort of caramelization. So like the heat being right, obviously the service being right. Um, so again, just how you cook it, how you season it, what you season it with. Um, and every, like everyone that asks me, is, I always say like, it's just a bit of salt. That's all we use. They're like, no, nah, no, nah. it's like, yeah, that's a, if, you, if, you, if the meat is good, all you need is a little bit of salt. So we season it with salt. Um, then we finish it off with uh, a bit of pepper. We don't cook with the pepper. And then, um, yeah, man. And then, and then just a bun to really hold it all together. Yeah. I like sweet buns. Uh, a happy ending we we don't use a sweet bun um it's it's more of like a, a milk bun like a japanese style milk bun that a bakery in sydney does for us um but i'm i'm a big fan of the the sweet brioche type that's what we do at Same. Mr. G. Yeah, yeah yeah so i think bun to hold it all together and obviously like a, a proper proper beef patty and then all the other stuff you just get creative with man you know like using a real good sort of american cheese coming out with a different sort of like some sort of like sauce, special sauce. And your yeah. sauce here mm -hmm. at Happy Endings. Yes. That's special as. Yeah. Like, I've never tasted anything like it. Which burger? Before. Which burger? I think um, 
the original one, the first one. Yep, 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 yep. That one with the. I think uh, the bonus round. Yeah. The that bonus one. round source is like, that's crazy. I'm telling you, Did that's you come up like, with that? that is like, it's it's scientific, bro. I'm telling you, no. I'm t- <laughs> it tastes like, scientific. I, I can't tell you what's in it, but if yeah. I told you what's in it, you'd be like, what? Who yeah. are you? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? It's, it's, it's really interesting. It's very savory. It's very sweet. It's umami. And see, I mean, I don't want to sound like a fucking wanker. Oh, yeah, umami or whatever. Like, you know, everyone throws that word around. But really, like, a, a good cheeseburger is really a, a good example of what umami is. You know, savoriness, sweet, bit of acid. Yeah, and the pickle. The pickle is important too. Well, I hate pickles, but I love the. <laughs> you need the pickle. You need the pickle. Everyone, to like, t- everyone tells me that, eh? But I'm just like. You need the pickle to like. Yeah. Because you've got the beef patty, you've got the cheese, got like, you know, the sorbet. But you need the pickle to just cut through all, all like the, the. Does it have to be a pickle? I think just acid, just some sort of acid. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a pickle. You can you can find acid in something else. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. But I, yeah, just. Just a nice, like dill pickle, <laughs> perfect, perfect. I like um, with onion, caramelized onion. That for me works. I think so even that, even yeah. that when we when um, when we opened Mr G Burger Truck, it's called a cheese boogie, and it's just it's a perfect cheeseburger, and it's caramelized onion, pickles, American cheese, and then just a, like a special sauce, like a mayo based sauce. The mm. caramelized onions, boom. The truffle burger, Mr. J. I, burger yeah, truffle. I had that the first time. A, that, yeah. yeah, we do we do a caramelized onion on that. Caramelized onion, um, Havarti cheese, which is sort of similar to Swiss cheese. It's got a bit more of a like a kick, like a nuttiness to yep. it. Yeah, yeah, it's very creamy when it melts. Um, obviously, yeah, the truffle mayo that we do, which isn't just truffle oil mixed with mayo. That's what everyone thinks. And we should be bottling it up and making it available for everyone, but we're working on that. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then just a bit of rocket, to just add that sort of those, that peppery, because it's a very sort of, it's a very decadent, rich black burger, the sweetness, the, you know, from the, the onions. So the rocket sort of gives it that peppery, note, just like, you know, cuts through all that, that mm. richness. It's science, bro. I'm telling you, it's science. <laughs> well, I suck at science, but <laughs> I, I'm personally like, I learned how to cook in hospital. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, for me yeah. at least, that I learned how to cook, the first thing was a burger, yeah. how to cook a burger patty. So yeah. I, I experimented with mm-hmm. all these flavors, recipes, and mm-hmm. came up with the perfect, I think in my opinion, that is as my friends think, yeah. burger patty. Yeah. Um, I've given the recipe I'm saying that to a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at like you like, oh, really? like uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we've done stuff with like like we did specials where we've we've used like short rib and, and made patties uh, and yeah, we did like a like a what do they call it a rib witch rib witch. We did a burger like that, like similar to that. Far out. Yeah, I think pork. Yeah, like bacon. I think you definitely need bacon. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like bacon just takes anything to to the next level. Well, I'm no expert in any sense, but for me, I know like it works with my friends, and yep. so I'm ha- keep them happy at mm. the same time. Another thing I love is making the perfect grilled cheese sandwich. Like that for me. Have you seen the movie Chef? Yes. Yeah, that's where I got my spark to come yeah. up with the perfect grilled cheese, 
Right. And it's all in the bun and the cheese that you use. Have you been to, have you, you haven't been to our cafe in Asheville. No. So we just recently opened up a, like a small espresso bar called the Daily Operation, which we have a grilled cheese, bro, we're doing some crazy shit. I'm telling you, man. That's on my list now. We've got like about, yeah, five pretty interesting sort of different combinations of grilled cheese um, toasties. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, and you sort of, yeah. you. I've got to come and try yeah, it. Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. That sort of coffee and grilled, uh, grilled cheese toasty combo is just, just the best. It's very popular, like a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah these yeah, days, yeah. grilled cheese sandwiches, I mean, you can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like burgers, yeah. grilled cheese, yeah. uh, Italian food yeah, yeah. as well. Like yeah. anything with a lot of cheese in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. 100%. Yeah. I'm a huge cheese lover. So moving forward, because yes. um, I am mindful of your time. No, so, no. Um, yeah, we're good. So three bits of advice yeah. that you can give someone that's starting out, mm-hmm. that's struggling and needing a boost. That's starting out, struggling, struggling and needing a boost. When it comes to like... Life, yeah. business. Struggling. Mm. So they're struggling in life, struggling in their business. I mean, perfect example, you've got coronavirus at the moment. I think and just like, just believing in yourself, man. Just backing yourself. Just mm. back yourself. No one will back back you. No one will trust you. No one cares about what you have to say. No one cares about your ideas. No one cares about your plans and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. No one will back you. The only person that can back you is you yourself. Mm. And not give up. And just, you know, and, and don't make any excuses. And don't change for anyone as well, I think. Yeah. And I think just, you know, having the right plan and sticking to that. And I think it, what's important is changing a plan too. I think it's stupid if you've got sort of this idea and you just want to keep going with it when, you know, you know, after a couple of months of like planning and whatever, you know that it's not sort of making sense. People are telling you that it's not making sense. So be open to change, you know, be open to change. Be open to sort of um, tweaking things and, and, and you know, uh, but at the same time, not listening to people as mm-hmm. well. I think listening to, you know, that inner voice that's saying, yeah, this, this does make sense. I'm, I'm confident about this. I want to do it. You know, when we were starting the burger truck, um, a lot of people said to me, that's not sustainable. You want to open three nights a week in a, in a, in a food truck uh, serving one burger. That's not sustainable. Mm. That's silly. You hushed them. We were doing 500 plus burgers a night. Boom. Do you know what I mean? So, and I could have listened to people then. I could have said, oh man, you know, maybe this crazy idea of like, you know, keeping it interesting and rotating the menu and, and that way we can market each burger that we do. Yeah. And, um, and and that's what happened pretty much. Like what I had planned had like happened. People, there was a, there was a cult following of, of, for the truffle burger. There's still people to this day that only just come and um, have that truffle burger, you know, and, and, and they love that. And I talk to them, they're like, like, we love what you do, but just that truffle burger, it's mm. the best. The Stone's Revenge, people were like, I, I, I don't get the big, I don't understand what the big deal is about this truffle burger that you do at Mr. G. But when the Stone's Revenge is on, man, that's what we come for, mm. you know? So, I mean, yeah, just don't, 
make the necessary sort of changes to your plan, but at the same time, believe in your plan, back yourself. And for people that are might that might be struggling during this time, like they have their own cafe, or restaurant, help. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a, a very big issue that we're sort of everyone's dealing with at the moment. Um, I think health comes first before anything. Mm. I think sort of risking your health, either this, yeah, it's it's not worth it. Um, and we understand that it's a serious thing. Um, we understand that that people people are dying from it obviously but um at the same time i don't think the paranoia like the paranoia and all the all the the panic that that we're all sort of i mean we're all human are we i understand that we're all scared i'm scared as well but at the same time i think times like this you need to be a bit like logic needs to sort of you know um i did this thing uh, a week ago where i was sort of on my social media my personal social media just making stories and sort of going, hey, you know, call me, yeah, yeah, give me a call, like, let's talk. And at first I was like reaching out to a lot of the other sort of guys in the industry that run restaurants, cafes, bars, people that I know, people that I don't know, people that are following my account, whatever, you know? Mm. And then it just became to this sort of like, man, like, yeah, we're going through this thing and we need to be supportive and we need to be there for each other. And we need to just talk. But at the same time, it's not just us, everyone's going through it. So then like, I was like, just call me. Anyone that follows this account, even if I don't know you, like, just mm. call me. And I was like posting my number. And I had some really interesting conversations. That was good. That was a, that was a good thing. As that was a positive. So people ring me like, hey, man, I'm so, oh, hey, man. Blah, blah. And then, um, yeah, man, I'm stressed and I'm this and I'm worried about my job and I'm worried about my, about my, my grandparents being old. And, and, then, and then me listening to that and then me telling them, you know, you know about, the shit that I'm going through. And it was just this positivity. It was great. It was great. And I think that's what I mean by times like this logic, yeah. you know, we need to remember like, yeah, we are human and we are scared, but at the same time, we're smart, man. We've got, you know, um, need yeah. to band together, yeah, yeah. remain strong. Yeah. So health is important, but at the same time, I think, you know, you know, you've got, you've got business, you've got all this, uh, and the, uh, the like for us, the amount of staff that that that, that we have, um, that's that's a tough talk, man. We had that that talk a couple of days ago. We, we had this huge meeting, and it was just like, guys, I'm trying to keep everything open, and so we can all have a job and just move forward, and hopefully just get through this this time, which mm. there's um, there's a lot of uncertainty, and yeah, I mean, you know. It's just, it's just, some, yeah, just having that sort of tough mentality, I think. I don't know, you know. Resilience, grit, determination. Dude, tough, tough times don't last, yeah. you know, tough people do. So I think, I think health is important, but I think it's just being smart about things and just picking up the ball, keep going, you know, and just, and well, that's the thing. We're, 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 we're going to stay open until they tell us not to stay open. Uh, that's all we can do. We're not doing anything wrong, I don't think. No. We're doing delivery now. We're doing takeaway. I mean, a lot of people might criticize that. A lot of people might go, oh, look at that. They don't take shit seriously. Yeah, but it's like, dude, what's serious to me is, yeah, definitely like your health and everyone's health. And we understand that like even we have a role. We don't want to be irresponsible. We care about people in the community as well. But then at the same time, we've got people here, man. I've got people in the kitchen that are like, you know. you got lives to dude, take care of. What yeah. are they going to do? 
I can't have like that's a tough conversation, bro. I lost a lot of people when the truck burnt down. Mm. There was that period, man, where I couldn't provide work for people, and that's when people were coming up to me and they were going, "Well, gee, well, I gotta, you know, I gotta keep going, bro." Mm. But this wasn't a conversation where like, "Hey, man, I'm, I've got this other job, so I'm gonna go." Like this was tough for them, tough for me. You know, we've got a great team. We, we're, it's a, it's a, you know, it's it's. It's like sort of like a family, you know, there's that, you know. It's uh, people like yourself mm-hmm. that have restaurants, yeah. have cafes that that do it tough and they yeah, have yeah. This, this determination about them. Like you just said, yeah. the tough times don't last. Bro, I'm hungry. I've yeah. never felt, I've never felt, uh, that's weird, right? At yeah. a time like this. It's strange because I know? feel the same way. Yeah. Like I, I want to, like I'm saddened by what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I want to help. Yeah. I want to do my part. Definitely. Whatever way I can yeah. by providing inspiration, by That's providing right. the real story. Like what's going on? I think we need inspiration like, right now, bro. Because yeah. like, because a lot of people maybe started, like we started 2020 off and we were, you know, everyone's all determined at the start of the year, which is great. But then we had like January stuff. We had a lot of the bushfires and then a lot of the flooding. We had to actually close happy ending for one day because we had some damage that we need to fix. Um, so it's been tough times and now, now this virus, which is an, in, it's an international problem. It's not even a Sydney problem. Um, it's been tough. It's been tough to be inspired, man. Like, you know, it's been tough to, to, keep, to keep going. Like I wake up every morning, man, and I'm like, fuck, like, you know, what's gonna happen mm. today? But then something sort of tells me, okay, get out of bed, you know. Get going. Have yeah. a shower, get in the car, pump some rap music, get fucking pumped, <laughs> you know, and like, let's fucking do it. Let's take on the day, you know, because I got it. Like I said, I've got a responsibility. I got to be there for for the guys. I came in the kitchen this morning, and you know, I noticed that everyone's upset, man. I can't just sort of go, well, fuck it, it's work. Come on, get on. Like I have to talk to them. I have to, mm. you know, like. Yeah, and I was just like, guys, come on. Like, I know it's sad times, but we've got a responsibility. And sort of trying to make them understand there's this sort of, I don't know, what's, is it a meme or like this sort of thing that's going around now? And they're going, um, you know what it feels like for the people in the hospitality industry right now? Um, do you remember the movie Titanic? Where the ship's sinking and there's all this yeah, chaos? Yeah. And the band was just Keep kept playing. A great yeah. scene. So they're sort of saying that is what the hospitality industry is. While there's all this panic, we still come to work. We can't work from home, Mm. you know? Um, We still come to work. So it's like looking at these guys and talking to them and just sort of, and also myself, reminding myself too. It's like, we are that band. We we still need to be here for the people. Just like, you know, then there's a couple, there's like the supermarkets, there's, there's, yeah, there's that sort of, group of sort of industries that just need to sort of keep going and you know until mm-hmm. they tell us to sh- shut up and, and close the doors and you know whatever but until then yeah you you're going to continue working hard continue inspiring people yeah, and definitely. it's your story that is going to as well as so many others is going to help inspire everyone else this is a moment bro like, yeah. this is a moment this is like you know, we'll, we'll be talking about this and, you know, the strong survive, mm. the strong survive, I think. And, um, 
you know, I'm here like a, you know, like I said before, I'm here for for everyone, man. I, I, you know, let's talk. If anyone wants to talk, you know, whatever. Maybe we can post my phone now. <laughs> yeah, if you want. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Like, I just, yeah, hope everyone's going to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. I hope everyone's going to be okay. Well, I feel like that's a good way to sort of finish it off. Mm-hmm. Mr. G, thank you so much for coming on the Storybox thank podcast. Thank you so much sharing your stories with us really appreciate it i thank you man i thank you for sort of creating a platform like this and getting you know um uh interesting people like myself (laughs) am i interested am i definitely everyone's got a story man well i I hope everyone needs to hear it like i don't think a lot of people would know Uh your story so now they're able to hear how happy endings how mr g your that's all that's all important but that's isn't that what conversations are we try mm-hmm. to take something for like that's why hopefully someone will be listening to this and maybe take something from it man exactly hopefully that's hopefully. that's the hope and yeah, my prayer that's cool bro. i love that so thanks again that. all right thank you so much man thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the storybox podcast i really hope you enjoyed it if you'd like to hear more episodes like this one you can do so now over on apple Podcasts or spotify just by searching up the storybox And if you got something out of this week's episode, please leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and share it around with your friends and family. Let's start changing people's lives through powerful stories. You can also connect with the Storybox on social media for updates or to send a a nice message via Instagram and Facebook just by searching up the Storybox. It's that easy. Until we dive next week back into the Storybox, I'm Jay Phantom and don't forget to share your story around. I'll catch you then. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.